0: Let me tell you about a village. Some time ago, there was a village where the men and the women, the young and the old were getting ill, seriously ill. And a group of volunteers heard about this and decided to travel to this village and try and find out how they could help. So they they went and they started to interview people and to see how they were living. And about midday, one of the uh, team members, a young man was handed a, a drink by one of the villagers. And as he was going to put the cup to his lips to take a drink, he noticed where this water was coming from. There was a long line of villagers queued up at a, a walled an old water pump, one of those hand pumps. And they were queued up with their water containers, looking to fill them up for the day. The young man rushed over and grabbed a sample of this water and he started running some tests on it. What he found was this water contained cholera And so they, they stopped the villagers from drinking this water, and they said, "We'll be back tomorrow to, to fix it." And the next day, they, sure enough, they came back, and they came back armed with a paintbrush and a bucket of paint. And they painted that water pump as if it was brand new. That's well, crazy, isn't it? crazy to think that a coat of paint would purify that water but it's even more crazy when we think we can do that with our lives. said blessed are those who are pure in heart for they shall see God it's interesting isn't it Jesus didn't say blessed are those who say and do good things now don't get me wrong Jesus does want us to say and do good things but the issue runs deeper than that it's an issue of the heart he didn't just come to fix our behaviors he came to purify our hearts God is deeply concerned about our hearts. After Jesus introduces his sermon with the Beatitudes he goes on to say someone who's been angry with anyone else someone who has had a disagreement with a brother or a sister they're just as guilty as one who's committed murder and anyone who looks lustfully at anyone else well they're just as guilty as one who has committed adultery you see a pure heart is one that is sinless even when it comes to our thoughts, our desires, our emotions. A pure heart is one that has integrity and is transparent. In Acts chapter 5, we have the story of Ananias and Sapphira, where they see Barnabas sell some of his land and give all the money to the apostles. They do the same thing, except they keep some of the money for themselves. Peter comes and he questions them one at a time. Is this the price that you got for the land? They say yes. They lie and they drop dead. Now, it would have been okay for them to keep some of the money. It would have been okay if they kept all of the money. But we're told that they lied not just to the apostles, but to God. Their actions lied about their real intentions, their genuine motives intentions and motives these are part of a pure heart Jesus clashed a lot with the religious leaders of his time one day he said to them woe to you teachers of the law and Pharisees you hypocrites you are like whitewashed tombs which look beautiful on the outside but on the inside are full of bones of the dead and everything unclean in the same way On the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. Jesus called them hypocrites. They put on a front, they put on masks, they put on a show. They lead people to believe they were good and holy. And the show that they put on, it hid the reality of what was really going on in their hearts. Deceit and hypocrisy have no place in a pure heart one drop of a sinful thought one drop of an ulterior motive or even a hint of hypocrisy and the heart is no longer pure and a pure heart is not just the absence of anything sinful or bad but it must be full of the love of God we all know the Shema in Deuteronomy 6 4, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your strength. A heart that is fully, completely, and totally in love with God, that is a pure heart. A pure heart is one that is so full of love for God that it overflows. And it's out of that overflow that determines our actions. out of that overflow that we love others god is deeply concerned about our hearts he wants a pure heart and when i think about that this blessing convicts me proverbs 20 verse 9 says who can say i have kept my heart pure i am clean and without sin question is how do you get a pure heart well surely the answer is not try harder or do more religious things because that would just be like putting another coat of paint on the pump to be pure in heart takes a miracle from god it's a divine work not a human effort king david knew this and he cries out in psalm 51 verse 9 to 11 hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence, or take your Holy Spirit from me. And maybe God's answer to that cry is found in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26. I will give you a new heart, and put a new spirit in you i will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh god takes this promise and he fulfills it in jesus at the cross jesus's blood washes us clean jesus the only one with a pure heart takes our place so that we could see god And at the resurrection, Jesus gives us a new life, a new heart. And at Pentecost, he gives us the Holy Spirit to guide us and to continue to purify us. How do we get a pure heart? It's a divine work. God is greatly concerned about our hearts. And only he can purify our hearts through Jesus Christ. Jesus tells us that if we have a pure heart, we will see God. I think this means more than just look at or gaze at God. It's more like what we mean when we say, I'm going to see a friend or I want to see my family. What we really mean is that we want to be with them, to spend time with them, to be in a personal relationship with them. Now, this blessing, is it just a future aspect to it? You know, when we are with God for eternity? Or is there a a present one where we can enjoy this as well? Well, there's definitely a future aspect that we get to look forward to. But there's also a present one. You see, the purer our heart gets, the more we see of God The more we experience who he is and what he does in our world the more we see God the more we taste that he's good the more we want to see more and more of him and the more we see of God the more we enjoy him Maybe you've never trusted Jesus before. Why don't you do that today? Why not right now? Jesus deeply cares for you. He wants to give you life, life to the full, life in eternity with him, beginning now. God wants to give you a new heart, a pure heart. You can ask God to do that for you right now. For those who are already a child of God, this week, every day this week, search your heart. Better yet, ask God to search your heart. King David does exactly this in Psalm 139, verse 23 to 34. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts see if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting one final thing in the west we're very individualistic we take these verses and we apply them personally there's nothing wrong with that but in the east they have a more collective thinking they're more sensitive to these verses and what they mean to us as one body one church, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. How do these verses apply to us as a church? Here are some questions to think about. How can we care about the state of one another's hearts? How does this affect the way in which we pray for the church? How can the church grow a pure heart so that those around us can see God? We are going to spend some time now in prayer. We are going to ask God to search our heart and to purify our heart. Dear Heavenly Father, we stop to be still. We focus all our thoughts on your words and on your presence. Blessed are those with a pure heart, for they will see God. Thank you for these words of Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his love for us. His love that ran red on the cross for us. come and surrender ourselves to you. We have unclean hearts. We are unable to clean our hearts. We thank you that you want to create a new heart in us. We thank you that you desire to purify our hearts. Search us Lord, know our hearts, show us Father where this past week our thoughts, desires and emotions have been sinful. Give us Lord, purify our hearts, search us Lord, know our hearts, show us Father where our intentions and motives have not been pure. Forgive us, Lord. Purify our hearts. Search us, Lord. Know our hearts. Show us where we have failed to love you with all our heart, all our soul, and all our strength. Forgive us, Lord. Purify our hearts. Search us, Lord. Know our hearts. Remind us, Lord, of your goodness in our hearts. Remind us of when we have loved well, when we have displayed something of you, you Jesus for purifying our hearts Father I thank you for the times when we have seen you for the times when we have experienced your power and your love Lord in the week to come lead us in the way of everlasting and thank you that we will see you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. May God bless you all.